Welcome to Chat Your Own with Candy and Noodle, the monthly chat show podcast about all things now, then, and tomorrow. It's a little politics, a little art and science, and a whole lot of feminism. Liberal as fuck. Oh, God, so we're recording. Very many pens. <laughs> we are. Just because, like, it's over. A lot of It's sass. over there. Oh, my water's over there, too. Nard. Damn it. Okay. Welcome back to Chat Your Own. I'm Candy here with Noodle. Hey, Candy. Hi, Noodle. How you doing? I am. You know what? I'm doing really well. I am, too. Can we write that down somewhere that we are both doing really well? And I don't think either of us is being sarcastic. Is there a man in the room who could take some notes? <laughs> <laughs> That's how well I'm doing. I'm, I'm witty. <laughs> I got a quip or two. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. How's your week been? Um, well, I'm off this week. And right. I will still be off by the time this airs, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the last of my paid family leave, and it, I've segued it into our Thanksgiving um, celebration. And I am spending it packing because we're moving in Yay. like two and a half weeks. We sold our house and we are out the door to a big house, which yes. is terrifying and exciting all at the same time. It is exciting. It's very exciting. I'm pretty, I'm pretty thrilled. Uh, mm-hmm. It's frantic and chaotic, but I feel good about it. And the baby's like sleeping a little bit more. So that helps. So the, the frantic <laughs> and chaotic work because it's like, oh, I have two and a half hours of frantic energy anyway. Right, right. Yeah. Also coffee. The coffee. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Coffee's good. Coffee is good. And what about you? Uh, decent week. Quiet at the office. And that's pretty much it. So that means it's a really, it's been we'll a, take it. It's been we'll a take, decent week. We'll take quiet mm-hmm. at the office. Mm-hmm. I quiet like it. at the office. Puppers are happy. Good times all around. Mm-hmm. 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 Laundry's done. So yeah, I can't complain. Uh, check. <laughs> check. Checking many boxes this week, actually. Uh, because this month, we're finally doing our recycling episode. Yay. Uh... I can't stop thinking about recycling. Uh, recycling. Does it uh, recycle it's, through your brain? It is. It does recycle. It's actually, it's exactly like the logo. It's, it's, it's the three mm-hmm, big pieces mm-hmm, that I just mm-hmm. churn through. Um, more and more every day because everything's falling apart, right? Uh, so we're going to talk about recycling this month. I, I feel like we we have been foreshadowing this episode for a really long time. So I'm, I'm excited that we're finally here. We have. I actually, I feel like I saw something recently that was... Um, like an old note that said something about recycling. Like, oh yeah, huh. recycle underline like twenty seventeen. <laughs> cool. Uh, I think that's how like the general feeling of recycling is. I should be doing that, right? But right. now we're we're actually going to get along around to it because the world's on fire, and that's that seems like a problem. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We uh, we're going to talk about what we do, what we aspire to do. <laughs> um, what where recycling maybe actually is right now i think uh recently we, we've heard that it's not what we thought it was and our maybe our recycling isn't going where we think it's going uh before we get too into that though i do have my question for you noodle i am ready as a kid what did recycling mean to you oh, that's a great question um you know they well, growing up in the late 80s, early 90s, et cetera, is when they really started talking about recycling in the first place. That's how I feel. And it was those posters at school that were like, 
here are the three things that you should be doing. It's it's the triangle, but then it's also like sort your trash this way. And it was a very clear glass cans, paper goods, other. It was just like those were the three categories. And it was all like smiley faces, like we're all in this together and this is going to change the world. And you really felt every time you actually recycled something, you felt empowered. You're like, I am doing a good thing here. Mm -hmm. And you really felt like, oh, this is this is makes a difference because they showed those videos in school of the like giant trash heaps with the seagulls. Yeah. And you're like, oh, no. Like a barge. Yes. Absolutely. A barge. A barge is good. Yeah. So it was always that like feel good. I felt good about putting my paper tray in mm-hmm. the the specific hole of the three trash cans. Right. Right. Cuz they were like they were like the stack sort like the shape sorters, you know. That mm. it's like it's like a triangle or a circle or a square and that's how you knew where you're supposed to put right. the trash. So it was also good for your memory. Yeah. Good for your motor <laughs> skills. Uh-huh. Doing lots of things in the schools. Uh yeah, you did. You felt like you were hugging the earth. Yeah. It was very yeah. much a like tree hugger movement of like indoctrination for the children to grow up and be tree huggers. And it turns out for some reason, like, that didn't stick. People I don't know. I grew think up some to be wasteful and horrible. Some anyway. of them did. Yeah. I think. I don't know, man. I, that's that's like trying to figure out humans on a grander scale than I have the ability to do. Why aren't you all recycling? Oh, it's too existential. Yeah. There's too many <laughs> questions. I can't handle it. Uh, yeah, I think when I think of being, I think of Captain Planet. I absolutely, mm, I that's sing a good the one. song, I hear the song in my head all the time, which is yeah. maybe a little weird. Uh, and it, that's how I feel, though. Like, it was an initiative. It was everybody, we do this together. And it an was initiative everybody, is the a whole great world. word for it. Yeah. yeah, like, there was a really serious it was, movement. It was a very inclusive movement. Mm-hmm. I felt like every poster was people from all over the world. Right, with, like, very the, holding hands around the, yeah. around the globe. Right, yeah. yes, yes. And that's maybe that's why Captain Planet. Yeah, no, that's a great, that's a great mm-hmm. image. I like it. Yeah, because that's when much. Captain Planet was on as well. Yeah, that had to be like ninety four, which something. I'm sure was part of some oh, like to, some think yeah. tank somewhere where they were like, "How are we going to get people to recycle?" I know, let's make a cartoon about it. And Absolutely. you know what? Everybody was like, "Okay, let's put it on at three o'clock." Right. Mm-hmm. The kids will watch it and Hell then yeah. recycle their Testino wrappers. Uh-huh. Did you Did you watch the Magic School Bus? No. Oh my I mean, God. I didn't have TV at the time. Oh, that's right, you didn't. So have I mean, TV I I am aware of Captain right. Planet, but I certainly didn't watch it while I, I was on. There's this meme out there that the kids from the Magic School Bus grew up to be the kids in Captain Planet Ooh, because there is a similarity. Yeah. Um, but I have recently been watching the Magic School Bus in the morning when I get ready for work on Netflix. Um, Highly recommend. <laughs> I, I forgot how much of it I watched, but that is a very, you know, they're teaching kids about the planet and like do good things. And this is how plants grow. And like, look how bad your garbage is for the sewers and like whatever. Look at, and there's always like somebody fucking it up for everybody. <laughs> totally. And you know what? One Lily, corporate bad guy. Lily Tomlin is uh Miss Frizzle. So you can't go. Really? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. I am obsessed with Grace and Frankie. I haven't seen it. You are missing out. I know. It's a good show. I know, show. I'm missing out. Lily Tomlin is a treasure. She is a treasure. And you know what? So is Jane Fonda. She, I, and that's going to ruffle a lot of old man feathers. Because they're yeah, listening. That's our what? demographic. She's not, old, she's old white into Vietnam. No, you know what? She's still not. And... And she keeps getting arrested right she's, now for, for, all, for her. going to the climate change protest. Yeah. She gets she's been getting arrested weekly. As Absolutely. Like I love it. And I, I very policy. much feel it's like she's like, I know I can fucking afford it. Mm-hmm. You know what? I will be here and I will get arrested and yep. everyone's going to talk about it. And we're going to keep me talking out. about climate change right. 
fuckers. Yeah. With her red coat that she wears every time she gets arrested. She's glorious. Oh, my gosh. She's glorious. Yeah. Is she Carmen San Diego? Uh, maybe she's uh, in DC. I, I, she's in the prison another, in DC. Another ninety show. We, f- we found her. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, what are the clues for this? Who has been ex- excommunicated or something due to her Vietnam protests? <laughs> has fantastic thighs <laughs> and can be found in a prison in DC. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hmm. Solved it. Solved it. Uh, yeah. So on that note, climate change, uh, we, I learned something very interesting. I know I'm super far away from the computer. Uh, but we did want to say in regards to recycling, like what is, what is recycling? I do feel like we learned about it in school and it was reduce, reuse, recycle. And it was this whole thing. Uh, but I, I feel also, like we probably chanted that at like oh, different school that will be, events. Yeah. That will be in my brain forever. Uh, but, you know, beyond that, I it's not discussed really. I don't know. I, I'm sure there's commercials that I'm missing, and I'm sure there's things. If I had a kid you, in school, you just I'm remember sure the like garbage purview. chopper chopping yes. up the plastic into little right. chips. That's the recycle portion. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what you do with the chip plastic, but that's that's the imagery of it. I guess, I guess you make more plastic, which seems yeah, you melt it down into a different into bottle. another plastic. Yeah. Um, the. Something I had never heard of before, the uh, Wikipedia definition, I guess, of recycling, uh, places recycling as a key component of modern waste reduction and is the third component in the reduce, reuse, and recycle waste hierarchy, which I had never heard before. Tell us about the waste hierarchy, Candy. Apparently, the waste hierarchy is a uh, pyramid, uh, much like a food pyramid, but, you know, waste. Um, Oh, my God, I lost it. That... uh, it has like six things in it, five or six. It's not just the three. And I, of course, it's like, you know, you reuse stuff is, I think, third, we realized. Um, I'm typing. That makes it sound Vamping. like. Vamping. Vamping. That makes it sound like some sort of old timey <laughs> ticker tape style. This office. just in. This just in. Um, Breaking news. So Recycling the, not going well. Not, not great. Not working out as planned. Uh, the waste hierarchy starts with this pyramid that starts with prevention Ooh, is the best right. thing to do at the top. Make so, less trash, you right? dick bag. You son of a bitch, you guys. Make less trash. Two, minimization. Right? Yeah. Then reusing. Then recycling. Now, this is an ugly greeny brown color on yeah, the pyramid. That, the pyramid that's not that goes, pretty like blue and yeah, white. Yeah, it's like triangle. from pretty green down to terrifying red. Uh, recycling. We're, we're deep in the terrifying we red. Are, we are. Energy recovery is the second to last, which I think means um, com- composting, turning waste into fuel. Maybe solar right? power, yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Just like in general. And, uh, and then disposal. So really the bottom... Most, most red of the pyramid is throwing your shit in the garbage. Or on the floor. Or or out your fucking car window. Out your fucking car window, right. You dirt bags. You dirt bags. Honestly, who fucking litters in this Uh, day and age? And they're out there. Those people, they litter. Oh, yeah, you see it all the time. They're bad. Or you just see it on the side of the road. Yeah, they're bad. And that's a horrible campaign. I mean, that's a really... Really shithole racist campaign, the uh, Native American on the side of the road with the tear. Oh, yeah. However, 
and to yet this here we day, are. Yep. I, every time I see trash on the side of the road, that's mm-hmm. that's what I think of, and I'm embarrassed for, for people. As, right, as I'm just people. embarrassed for humans in yeah. general. Just all of the the, the pyramid. Of crap. They are, in fact, the you know, the, the red terror waste. Part right, of the right. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about that, and just like how, like, I didn't, we didn't even know about that. I'd never heard of that. Um, and how to navigate all of these things. But first, of course, we're going to find out what you're reading, Noodle. Well, you know, normally I talk about two books, but uh, I'm only going to talk about one because it was an 800-page book. So I'm just going to talk about the one. Um, it was A Little Life by Hanya um, Yanahara. I, I, who knows if I'm pronouncing that right? I probably should have looked up how to pronounce it, and I didn't, but here we are nonetheless. Um, and it's the story of four young men that grow into being four old men and their complex friendship of shifting dynamics and shifting loyalties and relationships as they navigate the world. Um, They're all at different times the main character, which is interesting. They tell very complex stories. It it changes the narrative, um, the viewpoint a lot. And it's all built around this character, Jude, who has suffered and survived really, really unspeakable uh, sexual assault as a child. He was... <sighs> it's hard to describe. Like, he was victimized over and over and over again by adult men who he trusted and then was like, cool, this is my whole life. And then he becomes a prostitute briefly because he's like, this is the only thing I know. And the like emotional, physical, mental, etc. Like the damage is so intense, but it doesn't really get revealed until pretty, pretty late in the story. Um, it's like alluded to continuously, but his character is so elusive and crippled by it both both physically and emotionally and mentally um so all three that you think this is what you like you think okay something must have happened but they really don't get into like the meat of what it is that's happened until way later in the book and it's just devastating and the book starts off as like oh look at these four friends and they're so sweet together and they love each other and then it like and it it's both warm and nostalgic and heartwarming and like emotionally uplifting and then it takes tragic fucking turn and you're like oh oh my god as it like goes into the story but and then it's still kind of heartwarming somehow because of the way they build the relationships and the way they survive life together um through you know through the story and and of course it's horribly sad it's horribly sad and that's actually the second back-to-back book that i've read about uh horrific childhood sexual assault and i'm like you know what i could use some pop fiction you need a fun so book. um so i really really enjoyed it uh it made me cry and i was upset um and i you know posted about it in books of my baby and the author was like, hey, thanks for reading. And I was like, cool, let me go and like see what their Instagram is about. Because, you know, you go and see. Yeah. And it turns out it's like this huge gay icon book. I had no idea. There's oh. like T-shirts about it. And, you know, like one of those where they list the four characters. It's like Jude and Malcolm mm-hmm. and JB and uh, she's, and, and Willem. Um, I was like, really, dude? You just read this. Um, and I had no idea. It was like this really significant book. And I loved it. That's and I hate, and I was so like sad, but I really enjoyed it. it right, was, it was a great book. Mm. Oh, that made me think of. I told you the story. Uh, 
Have you seen um, Sleepers? Yes. What, have we talked about this? No. My aunt I... took me to see that movie. Whoops. Because we were like 12 or something and that movie Whoops. came out. Because Brad Pitt was in it. Yeah. She didn't I, know what it was about. I read it when I was about that age. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that wasn't... Who was trip. in charge of making sure that we didn't read things inappropriate? The theater. Yeah, yeah no, that, that's yeah. a great movie. But uh, it, oh, it's, a, it's an amazing movie. Fuck. Everyone in it is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so now let's talk about the sad stuff about the planet, but how we can make the sad stuff about the planet maybe kind of happy. Uh, so we, we have. We've been talking about doing this forever. Um, and I think recently the story about how I wasn't aware that so much of our recycling goes overseas, that so much of it is, you know, whatever the agreements are, bought, traded, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think it was maybe Malaysia specifically that, like, turned away those, like, shipping containers. Deep, deep third world is, like, I am no longer interested in Fuck your trash. you and your garbage. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, we've been talking about for a while how, we, you know, you keep hearing how your garbage is ending up in landfills, and I guess this is one of the ways how, because it kind of travels around the world yep. until someone can process it or it's purchased for process. And I, I think about how we're pushing the garbage out as part of our, like, well, somewhere somebody's going to recycle it and so on, but also we're wasting so much fossil fuel, tra- like, transporting it from one place to another. Like, no matter how many people say, yeah, 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 we'll take this, like, is it worth how much it costs to get there? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Like, doesn't that offset? Why are we not processing our own fucking garbage? It's definitely not a system that's working. Whoever, whatever part of it's at fault, Mm -hmm. whatever part wasn't ready for such a large... The whole thing is Yeah, to uh, so many people to service. It just isn't working. So um, how do you and should we change our impact instead of just trying to recycle Uh, everything? So, okay, so the... the, I, I wrote a list... Of like 10 quickie things um, that you can do to just to kind of focus on the reduce portion of life. Um, so there are like 10 no impact things that you can do to, to help the environment a bit in, on, the, on a recycling side and on a just consume less less trash so one is yeah. carry a water bottle just carry a water bottle yeah never ever ever buy water somewhere like ever there's no reason to carry a water bottle fill it up mm-hmm. i don't care if your water bottle is one of those stupid plastic ones you could use it forever right. forever right. but you know everybody on the planet sells them um there's fancy ones that'll keep your water cold there's fancy ones that'll keep your water hot <laughs> like some of them sometimes are the same but like there there is no reason to ever buy water anymore yeah and um, i've i've heard the what am i gonna do i gotta carry that thing i gotta put it in my purse what yes. am i gonna yes you yeah do. you know what problem? your purse has a has an outside and pocket because this is like this is the thing that they're willing to give you pockets for right, ex- exactly exactly so uh two is bring your own bags to the store the bags like are bring big. your own bags not just the grocery store but like bring your own bags to target bring your own bags yes, everywhere to the places you know who who really kind of uh did this early is Costco. Costco was oh, giving out the yeah. cardboard boxes right. and they were like immediately reusing all their own stuff and everybody took those boxes. Mm-hmm. Sure. Those and and boxes. those ultimately like did actually get recycled because they're or they're cardboard and everybody and understands that cardboard is recyclable. It's the one thing everyone yeah. gets right. Uh, I always thought that was a good one. Um but that's that's a big one. So it's bring your own bags, including like if you're at the grocery store, bring your own vegetable bags. You know, vegetable that bags thin, I'm not stupid, on yet. I need those, those freaking those, those mesh. Bags. Yep, that's yep. that's the way to do it. Um here, decline takeout utensils and napkins. If yes. you know you're taking your food home, yeah. you know what you have at home? Utensils and napkins. Right. Uh, 
I'm I'm working really hard on this to just say no thank you. I mm-hmm. no thank you. And sometimes they'll put it in anyway and I will take it out and give it back and say no thank you. Nice. Uh, but because because I don't need I don't need your plastic because I have it at home already. Uh, and speaking of things that are at home, reusable napkins, cloth napkins. Yeah, I've cloth been napkins about that are well. are a big one. Like, and for the longest time, we had a hundred cloth napkins and we didn't use them. And I decided like a month ago, use cloth napkins. Mm-hmm. It's not just for fancy dinner. It's like it right. should be for all the time. Some right yeah. there in the drawer. Just yeah. use them. I you know use them and yeah they are the red washing and green. machine and they they get washed. I yeah I have yeah. green and white. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they get washed and it sucks up energy, whatever. But, like, that's got to be better than, than it's, the paper. At this point, it's yeah. got to be whatever we can Just do for to the amount throw it away is. one yeah. less thing. Um, join your local upcycle community. There's a whole buy nothing movement where people just trade shit back and forth. Yeah, you've like, done that, which yeah, is Yeah, oh, great. absolutely. I have given away a ton of stuff. I have gotten some stuff here and there. Like, the... it there's always weird shit to find mm-hmm, like whatever mm-hmm. weird thing it is. Like if you ask somebody will have yeah. it, you are not the only one who was looking yeah. for the thing. Somebody posted like, does anyone have any wooden bees for a bee themed party? And like 15 people were like, I've got a wooden bee. I've got a beehive. Do you want that? I've got this little ceramic honey pot. Well, that is that a good decoration? Like, and this person was like, thank you. I have an entire party's worth of Beefy. Wait, what is the what, what is this thing that you're on that I would love to this it, community? It's called to it's be a called a, a buy nothing Sherman Oaks. Buy nothing Sherman. But there's okay. there's a okay. whole buy right. nothing movement. There's um, there's tons of them. I was say D, Depop does do you can swap if you want with another seller. Yeah, it's they, the same sort of idea. Person, yeah, you can uh-huh. just swap with them. Um, and it, yeah, that is great. Except and this is this is no selling at all. It's hundred percent. Absolutely love that handover. It's, and it's I trade want yeah. and you don't even have a wooden bee right now. Somebody will have one. In fact, that person already had their party probably trying to get rid of all their bees. That's true. Yeah. Um, So, and kind of a a sub point to that, so this is like 5.5, but I'm calling it number six, is all about consignment stores and vintage stores and buying used clothes, like Mm -hmm. Buffalo Exchange, uh, Crossroads, 5,000 vintage stores that exist, Iguana, whatever, all over LA, um, because it's so trendy, but also like, Wear, wear somebody else's clothes. That's fine. Have a clothing swap with your friends. Oh, my God. For yeah. a while ago, maybe like a, two years ago, I had a consistent clothing swap. There was like four of us who organized them, and we did yeah. these all the time, and it was great, and I like didn't buy clothes for a year because I had other people's clothes on all the time yeah. and stuff that you were like, well, I would never try that on in a store, but it's right here. I'll put it on. I got this great, I mean, it's a leather skirt, but I got this great leather skirt. <laughs> That somebody was like, I love this and it doesn't fit me anymore. And I put it on and I was like, I, there's no universe where I buy a leather skirt, right. but I'm taking this home. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And every time I wear it, I'm, well, I mean, I haven't worn it in a while. But at the time, every time I wore it, I was like, I'm so fucking cool. I am so fucking cool. Right? <laughs> and I feel like it's okay mm. to wear like secondhand leather. Well, I at that better point, about it. Yeah. yeah, look, it's it's out there. It's, and, and, and it's getting again, its use. Nothing is yeah. better. Nothing is worse than just ending up in yeah. a landfill. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, seven is going meatless one day a week. One day a week. Just just have pasta. One day a yeah, week. Yeah, just have just, pasta. Just have, have a risotto. Uh, yes, have a risotto. <laughs> risotto was great. Have risotto every day of the week. Have risotto. Uh, have a cauliflower pizza, whatever. Like mm-hmm. one day a week going meatless um, or arguably giving up red meat completely. It's, um, so it's It is. It's bad for you. But like that's just like a pretty, it's a choice. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying give up all meat because I like meat many um, but I like red. Meat but I'm, I'm making a very conscious effort to eat less red meat and one day a week 
uh, meatless. And that was today, actually. We had pasta and vegetables. And that nice. Was, that was our dinner. It was delicious. Um, using public transportation or bike or walk to work, if you can. Not mm-hmm. everybody has that ability. Yeah. And I understand that. Some people have longer commutes and so on. But if you live in a place where that's an option, like, you know, I'm even going to say one of those fucking scooter things. Those scooters are everywhere. Like, I'm just going to float that out there as an option. Uh, Carry your own straw or don't use one. Right. Right. Uh, We all have silicone straws. We also have metal straws. Uh, And again, these are all like if you're able to do these things. I understand that there are a lot of functionalities like. I need a straw to be able to, you know, I can't lift the, the cup and so on. And that's fine. Like, these are just suggestions. Like, this yeah. is not a, you have to do all 10 of these. These are just, like, quick options that if you're capable of doing them, that it's, like, an easy thing to be able to do. And uh, don't buy fast fashion. Don't. Don't fast do it. Fast fashion is the worst. Because yeah. we, we really have been, because it's consumerism, which is, consumerism is one yeah. of the biggest, well, actually, is arguably the biggest cause of climate change, technically. I mean, we mm-hmm. have to buy everything, and we buy things we don't need. We buy them because they're available, and they're okay. comfortable, and blah, blah, blah. It's never they're not cycle. even comfortable. Have you not ever anymore. bought anything comfortable from Forever 21? Well, no. I mean, in general, yeah. like a burger at a fast food place <laughs> is comfortable. It. It's Got easy. It. It's fast. <laughs> like running to later. Walmart, because like yeah. I know exactly where the thing I need is, right. is comfortable. Right. Um, but... I bought one thing I bought at Forever 21 was comfortable. Oh my God, what was it? That fucking giant. Oh my God, that jumpsuit. Oh my God, that jumpsuit. That giant, like, but you know what? But, but you've jumpsuit. worn it forever. Like, I've worn it forever. Now it's like my yeah. painting jumpsuit, which is great. Your painting jumpsuit? Oh yeah, like I wear it. To, yeah, like I wear it to paint the bathroom. Got some paint it. on it. And I'm like, this is it now. This, this is, is this is this is my time. artist smock. This is my smock exactly. I'm a craft in this shit. Did we talk about and Grace I and Frankie? Do. And I do. Yeah. Um, but no, we have. We've been programmed to like, you know, fashion is is itself fast. Fads are quick, mm-hmm. and the you know, I kind of almost feel like the clothing industry went men kept up with the magazines, which made these stores that were producing fashion like this, yep. and now we're stuck in this. And the magazines themselves are also, mm-hmm. you know, know glossy magazines. nonsense. That they're, I don't. They're harder mm-hmm. to recycle, I believe. There's a whole. Thing thing about. about recycling different kinds of paper, which we didn't really look into too much yeah. because, quite frankly, it's it's too much. Yeah, uh, it was too much for us this week. Um, too much for me this week. It's a lot. Uh, yeah, a lot of good magazine. There are a lot of upcycle things you can do with magazines. That's true. There's a lot it's of crafting, still but being like, produced yeah. is but the but I I don't mean. Don't ever buy magazines, but I mean, it's that I, I buy the Us Weekly every week and check it away. And just throw it out. So, yeah, right. don't, that's, don't that's figure it out. Yeah, pay right. attention do, to what you're using. Use it for wrapping paper. Use it mm-hmm. for an arts and craft product. Use it for shipping, stuff. packing. That's what I use it for. Yo, that's mm-hmm. a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is, it's really good. You mm-hmm. crumple it up, which is fun. Mm-hmm. And then you fill a box with little balls of bright paper. using styrofoam. Uh-huh. That's mm-hmm. that's a big plus. Mm-hmm. I feel and like we've we've managed to really, fa- well, I mean, slowly but surely, we are mm-hmm. in fact phasing out styrofoam. Like I think Maine so too. just became the first state to totally say no more. Mm-hmm. We're not doing styrofoam at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we can get rid of those styrofoam cups, no matter how pleasing it is to bite in them, if we can get rid of those cups, like that's by itself a pretty. Or to tear them true. apart. Yeah, it's piece the most piece. satisfying. It's so fucking bad. And you make it the is. squeaky sound. It's oh, um, it's a good sound. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts just got rid of their styrofoam yes. cups, which is fantastic. Right? It's it's the mm-hmm. little things that definitely step us in the right it direction. It is the little things that make a big difference. So I I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that list for myself mm-hmm. and trying to to do them. I'm like slowly but surely working my way through it as a commitment. I'm you know I'm I'm quite lucky that I work from home, so I feel like my fossil fuel consumption is yeah. way down but also like the kid uses a fuckload of diapers so i gotta really like 
Hey, you know, I got to really double down on, on doing better about it. So, right. um, I am committing to one new thing in 2020. Mm. That, that is my, like, I'm going to try and do a new thing. Uh, I am committing to switching to bar shampoo and conditioner. Oh, we talk about that. All the time. Yes. I am committing to yeah. doing this. Uh, when the giant bottle of shampoo and conditioner that I'm currently right. using is done, I am going to commit to bar and soap, a uh, bar and, uh, Shampoo and conditioner, specifically from Lush. Um, I've I've read a whole bunch of really great things about Lush recently. That they're like the <laughs> reason their stuff is so expensive is because they pay a good wage. Uh, none of it's slave labor. It's it's not mass produced mm-hmm. bullshit. It's like a kitchen. Like they're making things in like oh, a yeah. kitchen form. Um, if they have a partner who they find out is like fucking up their ingredients and doing environmental damage, they stop working with that person. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're done. We're cut it off. Um, if, uh, if they, if a partner comes and says, Hey, we're struggling with this and the other, they will invest money in that partner to like try and build up that relationship mm-hmm. and, and help make it sustainable and to, to ensure better quality for people. Um, so Yep, they're more expensive, but that uh, that's what I'm going to commit to for 2020 is consuming from Lush and with the kind of like no plastic, no wrapping, no extra crap. Um, they're not, they're more expensive, but not by that much. Yeah, yeah whatever. I, I use Lush yeah. for years. I've, yeah. I used them for a long time. Actually, that lipstick that I'm wearing in the picture that we all love from that prom we went to Ooh. is a Lush <laughs> lipstick. That's a, that's Actually, a deep cut. Speaking of. The picture uh-huh, that I'm uh-huh. wearing in the... It comes in a little glass bottle with like a, it's very yeah. apothecary like. I, I like it. Um, I'd be what, careful what in the you... stores. They like touch you though sometimes. And they're Knitted. very much, you want to smell this? Come smell this. You should touch it. Smell it. Smell it. I'll smell your stuff, but don't fucking touch me. Smell it. No, they fucking uh, they will touch you. And if I had the baby with me, I will punch that's somebody honestly, in the face. Honestly, that's one of the reasons I stopped going to Lush. Oh my God. No shit. That's Multiple locations. It is unfortunate. Uh, but they're great order by mail. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just. Honestly, like, you go in once and you're like, that's the one, and then you, you yeah, exactly. buy it on the internet from that. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what can you commit to for 2020? Uh, we talked about this. You told me to prepare. I did. You totally told me to prepare. How'd that go? <laughs> The thing that I could commit to, I don't want to, is, oh, no. part, is part of the problem. Um, the one thing that I think that I, I use, I will say this, uh, 90% of my beauty products, bath products, et cetera, are cruelty-free and vegan, which has that crossover of... A lot of it doesn't already have plastic packaging which and is that kind of stuff, which amazing. is amazing. Yeah. And a huge amount of research and, and work to find. And I've been lucky yeah. enough to right. be able to try, because for a very long time, and still some of those products are more expensive. Mm-hmm. So that's been very lucky. Um, and I've switched to bar soap. So nice. I got rid of bad yes. poofs and, and plastic that's, bottles of body yeah, wash. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, I want to know what it. soap you use. You, yeah. fucking... What soap do you use? Um, well, one is Oregon Soap Company, uh-huh. uh, which is super awesome hippie soap. That's my favorite thing ever. I like the um, French clay and geranium. It's fantastic, and you can like use it everywhere. It's I'm going to smell that. It. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I also like the, I think it's Love Beauty Planet. Beauty Planet Love. It's a newer line. You can find it at Target. I actually just bought their shampoo and conditioner to try that. Is it awesome in bar form? Um, the shampoo and conditioner is not. Mm-hmm. All of their bars are wrapped in paper. Nice. Um, and they had another product that I tried. Now I can't remember what it was. But anyway, uh, the thing that I could really commit to, though, that I have probably for a while been telling myself it's okay that I use so much of this thing because all my other oh, shit like, I know balances what it's gonna it be. out. 
It's fucking paper towels. It is. Oh, that's not at all what I thought. Oh, what did you think it was going to be? I thought it was going to be wrapping paper. Oh, well, <laughs> I can't even. The right, anxiety. I mean, that's, I mean, that's I think asking about for a lot. It's every okay. Time. Paper towels. Paper towels. No, I mean, that's, paper towels, sorry. Yeah. That's, I, didn't, I didn't mean no, to upset okay. you. No, Yeah, no, I... I want paper to towels. Paper what towels. what are you what are you replacing with? Do you have a hundred hand towels? I well we do we have kitchen washcloths and things like that that we just don't use for that. I use a paper towel and it's because I'm I mean I'm not a germaphobe, but I am like this Egg. is clean. I I yeah. can clean this. I know the towel is clean. I know now I know the counter is clean and the dirty stuff's going away. Yeah. Um and I there's things I have to use it for. So what if I you can, did it one week? See see how I you know, do it at one I know. week. And you can like make or buy the reusable quote unquote paper towel, Pinterest City, man. Right. Like there's a million DIY things for it. Um and use that once a week because yeah, it seems like washing it would be too much. But right. I can do that for like five days. Yeah. You know, okay, it's five day challenge. I think, I think that's five day I think no paper towel challenge. Mm-hmm. I like it because like I can't get rid of tissue. I got the sniffles a lot. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> nobody wants a hanky. I'm sorry, nobody wants a hanky. I absolutely not. <laughs> don't ever offer me a hanky. No, no, that is the one thing you don't have oh to God, fucking I think, wash. I think you just died a, like a little bit at oh. the idea of it. Oh. <laughs> what else is wet? This is kind of cold. Which is funny because like it's always been that very like chivalrous. Let me give you my handkerchief. Get the fuck away from me with your snot rag. With your bacteria. No, right. Thank that you. you've been carrying around and we know you didn't wash it, guys. With your influenza. And yeah. frankly, I'm using it because I'm crying. Like I'm not rubbing your snot in my eyes. Wait, here's <sighs> that's how you get the... all kinds oh, of eyeball infections. I, I licked the microphone. I'm so sorry. That's okay. <laughs> as long as we don't all lick it, we won't get <laughs> Can I have a hanky? Hold on, I have a paper towel. (laughs) I have so many of them. Oh, also, I want to try. I want to try at least once next year. The um, who give uh, who gives a crap or give a crap? Oh, I think it's give a crap. The paper towel that or Or the toilet toilet paper. paper. Yeah, Yeah, that's in the paper. Yeah, yeah. That they just ship you. I think it's who gives a crap. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the okay, whole point. Okay, you try it like, first and tell yeah. us how it is. It's like 48 rolls. He'll be thrilled. 48 rolls of wrapping paper. Are you <laughs> kidding? He's like, yeah, buy it. That's fine. We'll hide them wherever we can. <laughs> Toilet paper for days. I mean, you said wrapping paper, so now I'm picturing wrapping oh, paper all over the house. That's better. I went to Target the other day and I bought wrapping paper. I haven't bought Christmas wrapping paper in like four years. I have some extra wrapping paper that I'm trying to get rid of. I... I, I made you guys help. take wrapping paper I know, from my and house, used, so I'm not taking I've it back. I've used all of your wrapping paper. This is different. This oh, good, is good, good. Uh, because I also, I wasn't going to bring up wrapping paper because I know that it's so close to your heart, it but I, I'm giving up wrapping paper yeah. and replacing it with fabric. Did I lend you that book? I have that book that's all about the Japanese art of wrapping you know, with fabric. You didn't, but I totally talked to friend of the pod, Elaine Mahoney, who we will talk about later. Uh, as as though I had read that book because I thought I had, but I I just brought it up probably. Yeah, I think I I've also talked to your the information. mother about oh, it. Oh, uh, she definitely absorbed the information mm-hmm. because last year she gave out presents wrapped in fabric, nice. and we are going to Joanne Fabrics tomorrow awesome. to buy both holiday and non-holiday fabrics mm-hmm. for the upcoming holidays. Hmm. Yeah, I totally wasn't going to talk about it because I don't want to upset you. It's okay. No, we can talk well, about it. It makes sense. It's the holidays. We'll it's... talk. We'll talk about it more for the Christmas episode. Yes, or the yeah. holiday episode. That's, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which we're clearly also going to discuss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so those those I think are very reasonable mm. things that we can do. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, other people's 
inventions that are going on all the time that we hear about for like two seconds and then never hear from again. Like there is the set of brothers who was just very recently all over the internet for two seconds who invented a leather made out of cactus. Pineapple. And they're like, and pine- pineapple. Right, they're like this, this is leather. Like what and makes it's cool. Right, what makes something considered leather versus not leather? Mm-hmm. Like, is it a process? Is it the way it feels? Does it actually have to be dead cow? Like what is, what is the, the actual definition of it? You know, not, I'm, I'm not, that's a theoretical. Theoretical is not the right. Rhetorical. Rhetorical. Thank you, God. Um, so, but like, but that's that's a great example of the things that we hear about on some on things like the dodo and now this, now which this, I right. think is now this actually really kind of grinds my gears because um, they quite often do these great short clippy videos that you see on Facebook and mm-hmm. Instagram and whatever, and they do not link the company or their product. They right. do not name the person. You have to go digging for like it. Like, how, how can I buy that? Right. That's how do not I buy entirely helpful. Leather. How do I give them money? Right. Yeah. How, how, do I, how do I buy those uh, bags that are made out of billboards? Because that's yeah. the one that we see all the time. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. You yeah, want to buy those? I do. Yeah. So that's, that's a thing that's happening. Like, um, another one of the, the inventions that we're not hearing about, like, every now and then you see these articles that are like, 16-year-old invents a robot that will suck up the plastic. And you're like, so what happens with that? Like, cool, they invented this thing and they showed success. What happens next? Like, why are these not being mass produced? Who who is managing these? Like, where do they go after they've been created? Like, what what happens with mm-hmm. that? Uh, and that frankly makes me a little bit crazy. And the only yeah. one that I feel like has actually gotten off the ground around that is the ocean cleaners. Uh, the guy in in the UK who invented. We talked about this. The one yeah. that has the hole in the middle, the like hole the in suction. the middle, sucks it in. Yeah. The, the problem is they've just revealed it doesn't actually it doesn't work. entirely um, work. It's it's not decreasing the garbage flow in the middle of the ocean and so on. But like whatever, like somebody's like at least trying, trying to do right. something. That's, and maybe it'll work right. in a river somewhere, right? Or, a smaller or like body on a smaller scale, or yeah. like you know he, he tackled the big thing. And apparently the article that I read says uh, also the CEO, who's the twenty nine year old kid and so on. Uh, he has terrible ocean uh, motion sickness in the water, Aww. so he can't even like see his thing Poor do dude. something right. <laughs> terrible seasickness. I was like, nah. oh, that's right. Um, but uh, there's there's the Mister Trash Wheel in Baltimore. That, What's that? that? Uh, it's in the harbor. That it goes through and sucks up the garbage and hmm. gathers it and puts it. It like it's a big googly eyed trash wheel. Essentially, it looks like. Um, those paddle wheels uh-huh. that it's just like sifting through and gathering the trash and so on. So I mean like there, I feel like there's a hundred different inventions that we're just never mm-hmm. talking about. We never see again other than that, except for the edible six pack rings, which are super cool. Yep. You see um, that, that turtle eating the six pack rings. Cause yeah. that, that was something that stuck with everybody. It did. And it's all from it's childhood. Yes. Yeah, of cutting oh. Of cutting Killing up, the fish. Yeah, you're cutting yeah. up the six-pack rings. I feel like whenever I have a six-pack rings, oh. I, I, I cut it into like 750 pieces because I'm like, oh my God, I panic. Like, what if it's yeah. me? Like, what if I'm the one who's actively catching fish by accident? If I see someone else not and they go to throw it, and I'm like, what are you doing? And Give me your scissors. They could yeah. cut a bunch of it. And I'm like, but you didn't cut all the little holes. Right, there's... there's there, you have to cut this into one, like... Right? 27 pieces Absolutely. that's how that works um that's but i think it's a beer company entirely. that like came out with uh, these it was a beer rings. company yeah um I, which i and 
which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I'm sure it's some like hipster crafty beer and good for them. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, once also we find plates. out who it is that we can advertise it, we'll, we'll yeah. buy that. Once I find a video with a real fucking yeah. link, um, they bio trim is a company that does plates. That's like made out of oat or bran mm-hmm. or something. And like, you can eat it. It's f- human grade, Brand, you can feed it to your dog. You can like, feed it to you your can feed it to your dog. You can do whatever. I uh, I saw one that was like company in Italy replacing straws with with pasta tubes. I'm like, you're not. That's a lie. I think I saw that. That's too. that's a lie. And frankly, uh, I wish you wouldn't propagate lies because nobody also, wants that. Have you ever stabbed yourself with a broken piece of pasta? Mm-hmm. A it's broken piece of dry pasta. And yeah. You get that like nyeh, nyeh, nyeh taste. It tastes. It tastes like I get, you pasta. know what that taste that's is. Not. That's like the dry sticky. Now, if if someone was to say everyone will now have to use Twizzlers. As a straw. Yep. I'm in. fucking in. There's in. nothing you can drink through a Twizzler that doesn't taste good through a Twizzler. You know what? I, I, I'm just going to say yes and mm-hmm. not think of other things that are gross through a Twizzler. Because you know what? I don't, I don't want to know. I really yeah. just ran through the gamut really in my head of, of kinds of beverages. And yeah, I, I got to say, milk and I was like, you know what? Actually, that's probably delicious. That's probably strawberry milk. Mm-hmm. Raspberry milk. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Raspberry milk. Interesting. Well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I feel like I wish there was a way that we could find more of those things and actually see them out in the wild. And so like what happens to them? Is it somebody invents it, they patent it, and some big corporate America buys that patent, buys that invention, gives them a million dollars and then hides it away forever? I I don't know. I don't know. And I think I, I think we hear about it because everyone push, push, pushes when things kind of first happen, first get big. And then whatever tiny market actually clung to that and said, we want to put money into this. Sure, we want this in our store, blah, blah, blah. Then it's so extremely centralized. And maybe it's just not happening enough right in front of our faces. I don't know. Yeah, like they're still, it's still in like tests and demos. In different places. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, every single, as far as I can think off the top of my head, every single uh, fast food place or, or chain restaurant that has tried out meatless things and vegan things has never tried it first in the United States. Interesting. I mean, I, who, someone is bringing something here that they had, that I just heard on the radio this morning. Can't remember what it is, but it was, um, they're already testing it in like Spain and Brazil and mm-hmm. they're opening it here next year. Or always somewhere else first. Well, maybe it's just because America's the fucking worst. Because it's, especially it's, right yeah, now, we are the we are, fucking we're worst. We're fat and lazy and consumerisms and we want to eat all the red meat and we want to... Did I mention eat all the red meat? Because that's, that's it. We're not, we're not interested in the healthy alternative yeah. unless they've like shown it somewhere and they can give us the big splashy commercials, but they have to guarantee that. Right, until it. it becomes so popular, which is, but that's the problem. That's why these things are so expensive. Mm-hmm. That's why Test, yeah. the Califia Farms milk, which is uh, mostly almond-based, coconut-based, which and is fantastic. Um, you know, when I first started drinking it, which I don't drink it now, I'm like, I'm not. I will spend money on the product, the beauty product. That's my money place. And then I try to be a little more frugal in the other. You got to find balance in your shit. Um, but, it, you know, it was for something for a gallon of milk. Mm-hmm. And then who, enough people have to buy it to make it popular right. enough for the stores to, so they can make it cheaper. And the, the process really is obnoxious. Yeah, it's like when they bury hard. a movie with shitty marketing, you know? So now that milk is like three Rest something. Rest Charlie's Angels. Right. Oh, man. Um, uh, 
Yeah, uh, it's marketing. Yeah. It's and also it's unavailable in certain areas. The well. impact of the change of adapt adopting uh, this new technology to what their bottom line looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, is it cheaper for them to just buy this, pay somebody off, and hide it, and then continue business as usual? Because uh, they're making the profits now, whereas like this will actually change the world. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that happens a lot of times. So let's talk about then corporate responsibility. Like so corporate yes, responsibility lots. in the environment. Corporate responsibility to recycling. So um, my job has corporate offices up in Silicon Valley. And I was shocked at the level of intention to detail and and commitment to recycling at a corporate level. Um, All the cafeterias, all all the meeting rooms and so on have huge recycling efforts. Uh, There's no plastic crap. There's no, um, you know, like the the sorting is is very clear and it's a huge corporate culture. And I don't think that's just my company. I think like all of Silicon Valley. I was was stunned by it. And, you know, because I've, never worked at a big company and everybody was like what what's your what's your big deal like this is totally normal here and they pay for people to take public transportation and they have you know commuter credits and so on and i was really really impressed by that and i wonder if that is the norm just in silicon valley if that is uh slowly but surely becoming the norm but like it was it, it was so overwhelmingly obvious that I was like blown away by it. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, this is amazing. Oh, this I should be, yeah. every company should be like this. Like they were very, very serious about it. Like mm-hmm. to the fact that like composting, this is where the compost pile goes. This is where oh, your awesome. plastic, this is where, like it was, and it's not just in the cafeteria, it's in every single meeting room mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's where all your trash comes from, you know. Right, when everyone's having yeah. bagels in the morning. Yeah. Like whatever, it's, yeah. It's very serious. And even their like, cafeteria food is all pretty um like not wrapped in plastic yeah. and yeah pretty pretty accessible That's i would great. say and like kind of like loose nuts situation mm-hmm. rather than baggied everything <laughs> um, that so i thought that was great i was really 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 impressed by it and so i think that yeah more more companies especially that employ lots of people that are sitting there all the time and also timed lights was a really big one. Oh, if that you're is not a good in the one. room everything shuts off yeah yeah so like your your energy consumption mm-hmm. is is decreased and i was like oh well that's that's fucking cool so i guess the question is like is is it just that silicon valley is paying attention because they're so entrenched in like discovering the new technologies that participate the, yeah. in recycling or is it just like Corporate America is occasionally feeling a little bit more responsible. So I'd like to think that they're occasionally feeling more responsible. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I, to an extent, it doesn't bother me at all if someone is, for lack of a better word, forced into it. You know, I'm sure yeah. there are village initiatives and blah, blah, blah. I'm not, I'm not talking about like federal tax breaks. Because sure. But, uh, you know, I'm sure there are, there's programs and things you can be involved in the communities, which is wonderful. I also think, um, Burbank is, uh, bullshit. <laughs> well, suppose, I mean, just like it's a total policy. Burbank general, is bullshit. Uh, I, I, they're one of those, you know, cause they're like their own sovereign nation. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those places that says, we, well, we separate everything at one facility. You put everything into one dumpster and everything into one kind of bag. There's not even different colored bags. And we sort everything out. And what 
what gets me about that and what I think is amazing about large corporations who do the sorting themselves and are very serious about doing the sorting themselves is I have heard about, you know, contaminating whole loads of recycling. Um, so and, if someplace like I'm Burbank thinking, is how like, many no, we do it, really? how many loads of recycling have I contaminated with my pizza boxes? Or it just in, when you live in a building, though, yeah. there's no way to control that. That was one of the things that upset me at the, my last building was it, we have all of these bins. It was a humongous building. And you throw your garbage in there from your fucking fast food on the way home. Yeah. You've just, as far as I know, ruined that whole bin. Right. And I don't know how far that extends. Um yeah, like are they yeah. are they like well, it's this one, and so we're isolating this one, or is it we put that one in the dump truck, and so now right. the entire dump truck? Right. Worth is it is it a testing situation? Yeah. Does it go through something that does like kind of like an analysis to say this has so much biological right, like similar to stuff in it? Or? If you get stopped at the airport and they want to swab you, right, they, right, like what what is it exactly? Uh, my mother runs um, manages some property, and she is the one who kind of brought that to my attention a little bit more contaminating because she has to deal with the villages mm-hmm. um, and the uh, plastic bags. A plastic bag, which plastic sucks because bags. people put their their recycling into plastic bags. Right, you think you're... Mm-hmm. I absolutely did, did that today. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how far that extends. Right, and like what kind of plastic bags? Is right, it? and it's like the, the grocery bags, mm-hmm. uh, they get stuck in the... I'm, I'm spinning, the, moving right, my choppers. hand around in a circle. Yeah. Yeah. They get stuck in whatever the thing is that's spinning and cutting stuff up. Uh, I don't know. So what happens? So are you telling me if I accidentally put a bag in there that the whole fucking plant's going to shut down for five minutes and we're going to waste right. tons and tons of recycling time and now and I've just is, ruined everything for Christmas? Right. Exactly. Why is nobody telling us why that? Why is that not... Um, more of a public, like... It. Like, there should be warning signs on the blue bags that say... On the blue uh, trash cans that say... Right. Don't fucking put it's, your plastic bag in here, gay. It's still something. legal to send fucking flyers like people do and menus in your oh door and God. that kind of bullshit. And the yeah. city doesn't send a flyer about that. Are you kidding me? Right. How many documents are you going to send me to get $25? Because you think I owe a fee for something stupid. Uh, but I don't get that flyer? Like, come on. So... In terms of like the nonsense that just kind of shows up that you can't control, mm-hmm. that shows up on your door, that shows. What is the most absurd thing you have ever seen wrapped in plastic? Because it's everywhere. Like there's oh, there's plastic in yeah. the whole world. I think the most absurd thing I've seen wrapped in plastic is uh, anything that I get shipped from a large clothing store. Mm, um, yeah, I mean, I that's a good one. Clothes wrapped in plastic that don't have to be clothes like. T-shirts that don't have yeah, to be like wrapped in plastic. This, this is fine. And I'm sure in paper. It's, it's it's an efficiency thing. It's probably mm-hmm. easier to stock, easier to move around, and and in that instance, also things in uh, containers that are way too large for them. Ooh, yeah, that kind of waste. yeah. Like Amazon has huge boxes mm-hmm. of nonsense with one small thing. Uh, I'm gonna say at the grocery store, bananas wrapped in plastic. Yeah, bananas. Because <laughs> there's already a shell on that. There's already a wrapper mm-hmm. on your banana. It doesn't. It doesn't need. You're you're not eating that wrapper. Uh-huh. Nobody is. If you're eating that wrapper, there is something deeply, deeply wrong with you, and you should seek help. You're eating that wrong. Yeah, you uh, seek help, guy. So you don't have friends or someone that would tell you that. But yeah, I mean, everything is wrapped in plastic, and that's gotta that's gotta go away. That's gotta stop. I feel like, um, and maybe it's a California 
sense. I feel like I see less of that than I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that are individually, you know, maybe like a styrofoam back um, that doesn't need it. I see less of that. I don't see. Um, that's because you're never in the meat section. Oh, oh, I'm in the meat <laughs> section because that's where they keep a lot of the Beyond stuff now. Um, uh, yeah, no meat. As I'm, I am talking vegetables. I'm not talking meat. Uh, Got it. Yeah, I don't see um, peppers. That's what I was thinking about. You ah, see, see, you'll yeah. see like three peppers in a bag still. Right now they're in a bag. Yeah, they're never in like styrofoam and plastic. Right. No, I agree. No. That's, that's good. So let's let's try and let's try and decrease mm-hmm. the plastics because mm-hmm. now they have like the beeswax wraps, which aren't going to work for you. But they have like those sort of yeah, variants of things, you know yeah. that that we could be using instead of the silicone, um, the potato everything. wrap and the potato wear that you have, um, the silverware that's like potato based compostable and the plastic. I don't know what that is, but plastic. I probably want to eat that. Uh, don't eat the potato plastic, uh, but it does, it did decomposes. I'm going to say it degrades, which I guess also works, yeah. but it's not technically what I meant. Um, I'm going to eat the potato. I'm and sorry. The bamboo plastic. There's just, yeah. if there's a potato thing, I'm, I'm going to eat it. I'm just going to like gnaw it once. It not tasty. I mean, I'm sure you could put the plastic, quote unquote, the, the potato stuff, um, like in water and get like some Soup. starchy goodness. I got a nice base there. <laughs> some people like vegetable stock. I like soup made of potatoes. <laughs> Give me potato stock, please. You guys going to use that? Okay. So it I'll sounds like those. we we got a couple of things that mm-hmm. we personally are going to work at um, that we would like to challenge all of our listeners to join us on to really try and consume less and generate less. Like, I thought I lost my sewing machine, and then I found it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, fix my backpack instead of buying a new one. Ooh, yeah, very that's nice. my plan. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys, the listeners. What are your best uh, reuse tips and DIY fix it? Yeah, tips. What's what's the best thing that you've ever gotten out of vintage consignment upscale? Uh, recycle whatever store um or clothing swap or experience like that uh we want to we want to hear your recycling tips oh or if you want to shout out like a local flea market situation yeah, yeah like a bazaar <laughs> in your I neck like of the, the woods bazaar yeah, yep. that's uh mm-hmm. that's quality i'm into it uh we are gonna hit up our political minute so here we are at the creme de la creme, the last of the last. Sucks of, some air in there. You know what? Uh, that's not even true anymore because at least one, maybe two more people have uh, joined the Democratic race, right? but I'm not going to talk about them. That's fair. Yeah, fucking late. Yeah, fuck. Where have you been? Yeah, I'm There's not There's a schedule. It. So Elizabeth Warren, ladies and gentlemen. Ta-da! Uh, she has a plan for that. Um, you know what? Elizabeth is, is, she is fucking killing it out there. Um, so she frames her story really well. She talks about how she grew up on the ragged edge of the middle class. So I really liked that phrase, ragged edge of the middle class, because what that seems to me is that she's not, she's not saying she grew up poor, because she probably didn't grow up right. poor. Right. But she certainly didn't grow up like, Upper middle class. So I think ragged edge of the middle class is like a good description of it. It's a really like kind of straddles both sides. She of the world. did not grow up in one of those John Hughes house houses. No, right. she did not. But she also didn't grow up necessarily like shoeless. Right. Uh, she went to community college. She was a community college professor and went on to be a and then to law school uh, and was, became a college professor, which is pretty cool. 
um, she, 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 she talks about how, yep, you know what? I went to college when it costs like 50 bucks a yes, semester. She so she's calling out both her privilege of having gone to college, but also the, what it used to be like, the affordability at the time. So that's, that's like an interesting framing of it because people don't, I mean, like, that's part of the okay boomer movement that like, totally. I went to college and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, but you went to college for 25 bucks a credit. I went to college for you know, thirty thousand dollars a credit. Mm-hmm. So that's that's like a big so, di- right. That's a big difference. Um, uh, she served on the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, kind of always going after the banks. She's been married for thirty eight years. So this really like gentle soul, it looks like. Um, and we we very seldom. I mean, with the obvious exception of the Clintons, we very seldom talk about female candidates. Yes. partners. Right. And he he is so proud of her and just kind of like, this is this is cool. I'm proud of my wife. I'm here to support her. And he's very clear in the fact that he is here to support her. And this is her show. Like he shows up with her, mm-hmm. but like gently and politely. And I think that's really great. Uh, it felt like similar to how Ruth Bader Ginsburg's husband is, who was, you know, very, very famous in his own right, is like, uh, no, I'm uh, I'm I'm good to let this be about Ruth. Um, so that's cool. And I'm like clicking through Slack and pressing all the wrong buttons. Okay. Um, her, her big, her big policies, uh, military, because I think, I think all her entire family served in the military. Uh, all the men in her family served in the military, uh, healthcare variants of Medicare for all. It's not the same Medicare for all as Bernie, but like who gives a shit? Uh, going after the bankers, getting money out of the politics. She is not accepting any PAC funds. Uh, she has this ultra millionaire tax that she's calling her two cent tax, which is great because you know what? Fuck the ultra millionaires. Uh, criminal justice reform, climate change, of course, climate change, um, the LGBTQ community, native rights. So she's always kind of like she's, been yeah. like there's been like a very awkward relationship with um, the Native American community. But she is the first person who proposed having um, a like secretary of Native American affairs, is I think what she called it, but like on her. Um, board, That's board, staff? Not, what is the, what is the word that I'm, cabinet, cabinet on her, her cabinet, yeah, like yeah, creating a new yeah. cabinet position, which is, uh, pre- which is pretty cool. Cause nobody else is talking about that. Super cool. Uh, she wants to break up both the banks and big tech and I'm going to come back to big tech. Um, and obviously she's really big on women's rights. So, um, she, she really, I think rose to fame pretty impressively around the nevertheless, she persisted, uh, story mm-hmm. in that, I believe it was Jeff Sessions. When Jeff when Jeff Sessions is up for confirmation to be the Attorney General, she was reading a letter that Coretta Scott King wrote specifically against Jeff Sessions, being like, "This guy is a racist piece of shit. Can we not have it?" And Mitch McConnell like tried to shush her over and over and over again, and he said like she was warned, but nevertheless she persisted, and that became a rallying cry for women everywhere because we were like, yeah, we're uh, we're just gonna go ahead and still do every one of us res- thing, that resonated right? with resonates. every single woman. I mean, woman. I, ha- I have a T-shirt. This is nevertheless she persisted. Um, I have like, been yeah. shushed. Uh huh. More in more fucking right? rooms where it's inappropriate to shush a human. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that and nevertheless, she persisted. Really, like that was her spotlight moment, and she's really like, in the same way that like Hillary had the um, women's rights or human rights. Mm-hmm. Like the, nevertheless, she persisted has really been like a lot of Elizabeth Warren and fucking Mitch McConnell. Like, wait a wait a hand us a catchphrase, guys. Um, and her her motion now is the I have a plan for that, and she really does. Like yeah. scrolling through her website, it is so detailed and like 
every tiny tweaky like maybe it's this like it's all there all all the information is so detailed and so many different variables and she has a plan for everything and it's great um and you know she has been killing the internet she like so you know um Kate McKenna plays her on SNL and she has been reposting reposting clips of Kate McKenna and being like I'm I'm having a good time here, guys. This is this is what we're about. I'm doing this. And so she's really like trying to speak to people right. and having a sense of humor about herself. And of course, I mean Kate McKenna's like doing a great job. Which we learned under Obama is very important. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like, look at how serious I am. Like he is like she's just she's having a good time on on and really embracing um a new generation, I feel like in a way that other people are not. And she is out there sticking it to Facebook. She's releasing false ads on purpose and being like, I can, I'm just going to tell lies here. Like Zuckerberg endorses Trump. And then the article is real about whatever it is. I just talking about the clickbait and she's really just owning it. Um, and I'm, I'm super, super happy about it. And I got to tell you, I said at the beginning that there's no way it's going to be Elizabeth Warren, that I think that's a bad choice. And I was wrong. I mean, I think I think Elizabeth Warren is really, really delivering. And I I support it. I, I am for it. Do you think it's plausible? <sighs> yes. You know what? I'm going to say yes. Uh, it, it's about VP picks to help, to help sway it. I just... I do. She she is a white woman, and I think that gives her a better chance than a lot of places. She's a white woman who is funnier and more likable, and is really like way left, and that helps. So I, I think I think we gotta with without thirty plus years of public baggage, the baggage, yeah. The, without the public baggage, right, I think right. that I think that makes a big difference. So I'm I'm gonna say yes, it's possible, but I also think um, she's gonna have to think long and hard about her VP. God, who could that possibly be? Buddha Judge. Oh, yeah, that's that's my that's my guess. That, I'm 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 showing a I'm showing a Warren Buddha Judge. I like that. Yeah, I do like that a lot. Uh, I think are, I like that. It, it's gonna bring out the the kids. We need the kids. We need we right. need the 21-year-olds. And Buddha Judge brings out the kids. That's very true. Hmm. That's my call. Hmm. Do you think there's any universe where there's two women on a ticket? Nope. I don't think so either. Not one. No. I don't think so. Uh I I think I just it seems unlikely. Yeah. And that makes me super bummed out. Maybe maybe in the next cycle. Just not this one. Yeah, we have a uh hopefully we have many, many elections before us. <laughs> Really, I mean, when you think about it, I, and we I, don't know. Burn in a post-apocalyptic. Disaster. Well, I mean, many, many with an asterisk, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Barring meteor, asteroid, self, fucking, self, self-imil- someone dropped the bomb on accident, you know. Uh, someone spilled the uh, the the ooze, oh, and now it's that. Mad Max and yep, that's super Ninja possible. Turtles, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's Which so I'll take that you too. Honestly, yeah. at, at, Ninja Turtles. At, eh. We're if, fine. If we're fine. I They're have to fine. choose between what's going on now <laughs> and a Ninja splinter turtles. fucking situation, uh, I, I went to Nate. I was going to say something about Bebop and Rocksteady. That's what was going to happen. I, that was a deep Ninja Turtles dive. I'm sorry. Um, we would also like to talk about uh, some holiday stuff. Yes. Um, so uh, this is a good shout out. 
So, you know, we, we've just talked a lot about consumerism and so on. And um, Team Tiny Ferrari this year is doing something, something I think, to kind of combat our own level mm-hmm. of consumerism. And we, as a collective, are going to be supporting, uh, I did mention I was going to talk about it again, Elaine Mahoney, um, who is working in, in conjunction with St. John's Shelter, a homeless shelter in New York City, where um, we're essentially going to be adopting individuals to make sure that they get a good Christmas. People submitted for a list and said, here's the thing that I would like for Christmas. Um, and it's whole families and it's individuals. And it's so awful. This list is, is 267 people long of people who, if we don't help them, they will not have anything for themselves right. or their children for Christmas. And um, so Team Tiny Ferrari this year, instead of buying ourselves too much crap, has, has split our, our Christmas to say we're going to be supporting mm-hmm. um, individuals. And uh, we have this huge cartload of crap that we're sending. To, and, and that's the thing. Like, I, I don't feel consumery about it. I feel like there's going to be a baby under the tree who's opening a Christmas present. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, I feel like Christmas gets yeah. gets me real every time, real big. It, yeah. it, what you said on the last episode that they get to have a Christmas like that's you know what that's reality. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we would like to challenge, invite, uh, request um, if you, the listeners, want to participate in supporting um, this holiday drive because you know the giving season. The giving season ends up being a pretty intense deluge of gimme, 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 mm-hmm. and. And you don't know. And it, here's the thing. It's not, there is absolutely nothing wrong with the fact that a lot of money goes to pay people's salaries because you need to pay people who work for your organization. Absolutely. Uh, overhead, administration, et cetera. Those are real things and real costs of doing a nonprofit. And I, I am not saying that there's anything wrong with that. However, the idea of one-to-one-ing, I buy this gift and I know of the person that this gift is being assigned mm-hmm. to or was asked for and we are, I am assigned to give, to buy a gift for this particular person. It, it feels different. Mm-hmm. It feels different. So um, if you listeners want to participate, uh, please uh, email us, um, DM us, and so on. And we have a couple options. I can give you a name and say, here's the person and here is their request. And please mail it here. Uh, you can Venmo us money. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ask me for my email address for Venmo, I will give it out. I will. I will give it out. Because it's uh, real stuff. Cause, yeah, because this is important. This is a thing that really super matters. Um, and you can send us money and we'll buy the gifts for you and ship Mm -hmm. it out there. If you're like, can't be bothered, but please, please join us in this, in this holiday drive. Um, because homeless babies kind of make me want to die. And I feel like we can, we can help in a really direct focused way. And there is also something that totally gets me and I, I appreciate, appreciate that they do this and that they allow it because I've seen some places that don't, um, the gift cards. Uh, yes. The idea that parents would like to get their kids what they know their kids want for Christmas yep. and, and do that. And that's, you know, it's an easy, easy way to, to do and something this season. One of the big things is buying a new present for these kids mm-hmm. because who knows what kind of shit they're getting knock off. They're, yeah, there's nothing off, wrong with hand me downs. Right. There's nothing wrong with, but you know, when life is tough and you're in school and everyone else around you got a brand new t shirt mm-hmm. or a brand new backpack or a brand and, new doll that they're bringing to school, and it's it helps to. And I understand that this is the opposite of the recycling right. that we're talking about, right. but I think that making sure a kid has a good Christmas is like 
is an and acceptable yeah, time. Yeah, it's not because you guys, you know what, we're all buying presents. So maybe yeah. buy one less present for someone that you know has a bunch of stuff already. Yeah. Um, and contribute one. Give it to someone who doesn't. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that's just, you know, that's, that's, that's minimizing. That's right, on that's, our that's pyramid. That's the kind of thing that really like changes a kid's entire it, it, experience. It, it absolutely does. You remember yeah. that sort of stuff. Um, and you know, what's funny is we didn't talk about Thanksgiving at all in at this all. episode. Yeah. Uh, we, we were supposed to talk about Thanksgiving we were, at least a little bit. Um, and, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a quick Thanksgiving shout here, which is, uh, part of why we wanted to do the recycling now is because, you know, we talk a lot about what we are thankful for. And one of the things that we have to be thankful for is the earth around us. So this is a way of being thankful and giving back essentially I know like it sounds hokey and nonsense, but like it's very tied together Mm -hmm. because, you know, the holiday season and Thanksgiving tends to be like a season of gluttony. And so let's kind of counterbalance it. Absolutely. It's it's, and consume less and give back a little bit more. That was nice. Thank you. I just, it wasn't even in our script. No, that was great. That was like some, some real natural banter. Like if we were hosting some sort of holiday morning show. I, I could that get would, into a holiday morning. That would though. leave people feeling really well, for, <laughs> like really good about their day and like spread cheer. And we could have giant coffee mugs, right? Oh, I already used my mug. P.S. Yes. I already used my giant birthday uh, coffee mug. And I fuck, I used it for water at night and then I used it for coffee in the morning. Awesome. And it was great. Right. Uh-huh. That's a reuse. That's a reuse. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. We One last dish. Oh you. my God. We have nothing but dirty cups. Anyway. <laughs> um, so we are, we want to hear what you guys uh, do for recycling, how you minimize at home. Um, we would also love to uh, hear from you if you can about Elaine's holiday drive. Yep. Um, uh, yep. Message us any way possible. Tell us how you want to participate and we will make it happen. Podcast at gmail.com. DM us on Instagram at, at Podcast. If you know us, you could like email us personally if you want. You can message us on Facebook. Yeah. You can comment on it. Like whatever. We're all over the place. Right. So we're easy to find and we want you to be involved. I want the people I know uh, can slide into my DMs. <laughs> and with Creepy. that, uh, we hope you guys have a, a really good holiday, whatever you're doing at the end of this month and prepping for December. Thank you for listening. Yay. And of course, we're going to have a, a really good December show of, uh, I don't remember, but we're definitely going to have one. We're going to get sleigh bells. Oh, we have sleigh bells. Yeah. We just jingle them while we sit here. Jing, we have all kinds jing, of percussion shit in the house. We're going to do yeah. it. Yep, yeah, we're going to do something great. Maybe I'll put, put them over right now. <laughs> for uh, Josh Rowan, I'm Candy. And I'm Noodle. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.